It's not what you did, son, that angers me, son. It's who you did it to. Who? The nobody? That nobody is John Boy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the John Wick Minutes, the show where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate John Wick one minute at a time. I'm Samuel. I'm Seth. And I'm Steven, and today we're going to be talking about minute number 33. 33 begins with John opening a door to a police officer, and it ends with him making a phone call for a dinner reservation. Yeah. Yeah. For 12 people. For 12 people. Which we'll Um, get to in a little bit. So just a side note, uh, 33, the minute that we're on. 1933 is when King Kong takes place. Check out King Kong Minute. There we go. There's my plug. It's out of the way. Ha ha ha. You can't stop me. Listen, too many things just line up. I have to make the joke. Um, Our grandfather was also born in 1933. Yeah. And that movie is actually fun. And I'm very excited. My children don't know this, but since they can't watch this podcast, um, because they can't watch this movie, we will be going to Universal Orlando in September. And I really liked King Kong ride that's based off it's your fun movie you're doing the podcast on it's a fun ride it's um we've talked about it on the on the podcast the end but like, is the best right the end obviously. is by far the best yeah. it, even though though if you sit in the right spot on the bus it's mm-hmm. still like it's that's good true. it's still good in the Not center near the sides right yeah. right yep Anywho, and um, the queue the queue is pretty the queue is pretty the queue sweet. is the best part yeah almost it's... the animatronic at the end is me <laughs> yeah, uh, so john anyway. knows this dude yes obviously john door jimmy john john's friends with this dude right just cool or something like they have yeah they have a a professional relationship it seems like yeah offers him a professional courtesy um (laughs) so i'll just i'll just ask uh any point in the imdb game for for i don't know who he is yeah me neither cool um Sorry if you ever watch this, Jimmy. The act the actor's <laughs> name is Thomas Sadowski or Sadowski, I don't know. Um, but he's a uh, newsroom life in pieces, wild and John Wick are the top four for him. So sorry. Is he a, any like significant player in the ones or is it like this? Bummer. No idea. Because um, I oh. don't know those things. So <laughs> I do like this, this little in, this little joke they get running with the mm-hmm. you're working again. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so here's we're going to get off into the weeds a tiny bit here. But, okay, so all of those guys had suppressors on their Glock 17s. John had a compensator, which I take issue with the fact I forgot to mention it. When he shoots the one dude, it sounds suppressed. It's, it's not. It's compensator, which means it's extra loud. Yeah. So the fact that there's a noise complaint <laughs> uh, works. And that plays into, there is a, a debate amongst people on whether your nightstand gun should be suppressed to save your ears or be loud to alert your neighbors. So in this case, it uh, it was loud and it alerted his neighbors. So John Lovell gave in on this because 
because his friend brought up the point that if you do and they the other guys run away you rob yourself of getting the rest of the kills (laughs) (laughs) if they call the cops you can't Oh, oh that's funny. That was, that's really that funny. That was his rebuttal to John suppressed versus non suppressed. That's, that's really funny. <laughs> Argument. Honestly, though, in a case where you live in a rural area, it makes sense to have the suppressed anyway, because, you know. But all of that being would, said, I, there's a noise complaint because of loud guns. And, I mean, a suppressed Glock 17 is going to be loud anyway, because they're not running subs. No way. You could. Yeah, but they're not. There's no way. <laughs> That's just obscure. Most people don't. And even the millimeters hub is not obscure. They're not all that common compared to it's other. Not obscure. Okay. Not obscure. <laughs> Let me put it this way. I it's don't still very these... loud. Right, but I don't think these guys all had it laying around. Most people don't have nine sub laying around. Did you? Did you? Well, okay, but these guys are intentionally going into a situation where they're trying to be. So yeah, but I they didn't go in with night vision. These guys don't strike me as the most prepared. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if I'm going somewhere with a surprise, well, gun, yeah, like a 300 blackout, I'm taking 220 grain. Yeah, that makes sense. These guys to go in Tahoe <laughs> guys, not not oh, the brightest bulbs. That's true. You, Plus, I think most people don't understand that. Did you talk about how suppressed doesn't suppress? Uh, nope. Real uh, quick rundown. Um, if you're shooting regular bullets through a suppressed gun, it quiets it a little bit, but it doesn't do a whole lot because your bullets are breaking the sound barrier, which makes them very loud. So that's supersonic. Subsonic bullets don't break the sound barrier. So when you suppress them, it actually takes out a lot of the noise by diverting the gases and the whole bang thing is quieter. They're still loud unless yeah. it's like a twenty-two long rifle because mm-hmm. it's a lot of powder that's why there's this debate not debate but between suppressor and silencer mm-hmm. they don't actually silence things unlike <laughs> we'll what we get to in yeah two. exactly <laughs> yeah oh but gosh. they do suppress flash and mm-hmm. i think that's why snipers will have suppressors on their guns it has it has almost nothing to do with sound right suppression it but anyway yeah in your so house, though, it can dampen the noise enough that you don't lose your hearing permanently. Oh, for sure. So, especially mm-hmm. if you're using like rounds that are designed to be like that, like 300 blackout that mm-hmm. are 200, 220 grain. Suppressors like should not be like Hollywood has made them scary. So they're regulated by the NFA, National Firearms Act, which means that it's a felony to own one if you don't have a specific tax stamp and have it registered with the ATF, which is really <laughs> because they're literally just hearing protection. That's literally all they are. So when are we going to talk about the serious moral and societal implications of the cops being willing to overlook actual dead people in John's well, house? Okay. Are, yeah, he sees them in the hallway. It's great. But are we really going to pretend oh, Tuesday. that... Right. It's called Tuesday. Right. Are we going <laughs> to pretend that the cops in real life don't have a lot of moral questionable no. crap going on? But no, I'm... I'm just saying there are serious implications, real life and this. I mean, well, yeah, but everyone knows that cops in like New York are tied to the mob. I mean, I'm just saying, well, this is serious. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't know that. We don't know that. <laughs> we don't know that. By and large, you know, we're supportive of 
policemen right. and their their wrists mm-hmm. and stuff. For sure, I understand that there are bad apples in every every group, so it's not like a, a and blind jokes is fun. A blind a blind follow, <laughs> but so for the sake of the movie, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like they understand there's this underworld. They don't get involved with it because it's way above their pay grade. Yeah, and way more than anything they could and they on. don't want john coming after them like right. if they if they know too much they say something next thing you know john's visiting you at nighttime so i was gonna say john doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would kill innocents um and i still think that's actually the case the people he kills mm-hmm. even the ones he kills that he doesn't want to kill they're still involved in all of this stuff mm-hmm. So, right, but if a cop if a off. cop knew too much and was going to expose them, he's an assassin. Oh, sure. Well, used to be. Oh, sure. I would say he used to maybe would have done that, but not anymore. Yeah. Well, I think point. everyone he kills in this movie, you could safely say, wants him dead. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, he, he he's not just going out and He has a moral compass, even though it's kind of out of whack he he still has kill one. a couple hundred people over the course of four listen, movies it's fine listen embrace what you're good at play to your strength <laughs> if you're good at something never do it for free yes <laughs> exactly. and you won't have to work a day in your life <laughs> so oh, <man. laughs> uh once we get past the cop scene cop says have a nice night he then goes back to his basement where he has his box still open laying on the floor and he makes a phone call. We tried to look at the digits and you can't see them all. So yeah, that's a bummer. But he makes a dinner reservation for 12, which is really confusing because he killed 13 people. Yep. And we counted am... and triple counted and IMDb mm-hmm. agrees with us. It's 13. Yes. IMDb trivia is in their goofs section. So, um, so your solution? Sorry. Oh, I figured it out. It's a oh. baker's dozen. It's yes. a kill 12, get one free. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It makes sense. It does. It a a nice round dozen. Exactly. Nice round dozen. You get the 13th free. Well, it's got to be worth their time, right? Right. Nobody wants to haul out the van, haul out the cleaning supplies for right. one or two dead bodies. Like, exactly. take care of that yourself. It makes sense. You got a backyard, man. It makes Aaron, perfect your dog. sense. Aaron. Okay. Aaron. C-H-A-R-O-N, I don't want to call him Karen, but the hotel manager does offer a dinner Sharon. reservation for just one person later. Okay, that's but true. it's probably but his that's... own hotel staff. That's true. Like, it's the yeah. housekeeping of the hotel. They probably mm-hmm. have their own crew. Probably not. Yeah. Charlie and his, well, we'll meet them. Tomorrow, yeah, but Charlie, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're the mobile team. The mm-hmm. mobile, uh, the side mm-hmm. business. Like, the scrappers, like scrapyard guys who can just come yeah. around and collect metal. Yeah, sure. Collect metal. <laughs> I do like that when John's on the phone, he says, "This is Wick, John Wick." Yes, like they they mm-hmm. he heard Wick and they just knew who it was. And as we see later, uh, he's is that an familiar. homage to James Bond? I don't think so, because he's not a spy. He's not. I think we just it's wanted a... more. The scriptwriter wanted to give us more of a feeling that this world is connected and everyone knows who John Wick is. Fair. Well, listen, to be, to, to, how's it, um, win friends and influence people, whatever that mm-hmm. famous book was back in the whatevers, be friends with everybody. Know the janitors, know the, the tailors, know the high ups. Like, 
build good rapport, network, network with everybody. There you go. That way, it's easy to get favors. You're right. John Wick seems like such a personal man, personable (laughs) man who has clearly schmoozed people. He does know everybody personally. He does. And they all know him, not just by reputation. You're right. It's not just by reputation. They know him personally. He's a very very one-on-one guy. He's a one-on-one guy. You get to. It's not just we know John. John talks. Yeah, he's not a big talker. So the people that he does talk to, like. Yeah. yeah, they're, you know, they know each other. Well, I'm out of things for that minute. Um, Yeah, I think that's all. Sam, you got anything? No? Okay. So. I think we're good. So, uh, for today, we're going to plug our Facebook group, uh, the John Wick Minute Continental Lounge. You can join yeah. us over there. Um, we No talk business. About... No business. On the grounds. No business. Sure, no business on Continental Lounge. In, I'm not in even our, an admin. In our Facebook group, uh, no business just basically means no self-promoting your own stuff. But you know that's fine. Um, I didn't even read the rules. I was just, well, you know, <laughs> I don't think you need to. Either way, you you do, listener or viewer. Um, there are just some basic rules, some basic questions uh, to answer. To join the group, but you can join a community where we talk about John Wick, where we talk about the movie. We can talk about minutes that we are covering, and you can correct anything you think that we got wrong, and we can tell you why you're stupid. Um, and yeah, join us over there in the again John Wick Minute Continental Lounge. Sweet. So, Do you know yeah. that pierogies are awesome? Pierogies are awesome. It has been pierogies so long. Awesome. Ooh, I should try them in an air fryer. Because I have one of those. They're delicious. In we air just got one. We just got one. Yeah. This is my first pierogies in an air fryer. Beautiful. You're welcome. Good. It's They're good. wonderful. Okay. They're very good. Have to do that. <laughs> and not greasy. Right. That's that's amazing. True point. All right. That's all we got. Well, anywhere. Move. All right. Well see then, everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> see you. Bye. Tomorrow on another episode of the, the John, John Wick, John Wick Minute. Minute. Uh, so keep your head on your shoulders Now we ain't out here moving rocks We out here moving boulders Now we ain't getting postal rides We out here making posters And we ain't got nothing to hide We move forward like so